Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Should we introduce free public transport across the country? AA Ireland are actually calling on the government to do this, but the Green Party leader Eamon Ryan says he think thinks it would increase the level of unnecessary trips that passengers would take. And I know I'm a regular public transport user. I just don't think if the bus, Dublin bus, was free or the Lewis was free today or tomorrow, that I would increase the number of journeys that I take. I'm actually since they introduced the reduced fare um, at some stage last year, like. I'm happy to pay the fee or the fare that I pay, you know, on a regular basis to use Dublin bus. But I would like if that money would actually be used to increase the frequency of the buses. So I think instead of the conversation around whether or not it should be free, I think it would be much better if we could actually get the service to operate more efficiently and more effectively in the first instance, before we start talking about making it free. But Green Party councillor Janet Horner is uh, is with me on the line today. Janet, I assume you are in agreement with your party leader on this. Yeah, I think um, overall, while I don't think that um, we, we do want to aspire towards free public transport in the long run in Ireland, I think, and I think it's a very good destination point that we should be looking towards in our transport policy. But I don't think it's appropriate for the next step of the journey in a way. I think that the barriers, we know what the barriers are to people taking up public transport in Ireland at the moment. It's access to the network, it's concerns about safety, it's frequency and reliability of service. And none of those things are going to be addressed just by reducing the the fee that is associated with it. Um, we know we, we are making steps towards reducing the cost of transport at the moment, which I think are great. And I think it is that shift in mindset towards seeing public transport as a public good rather than something that is a bottom line, you know, that we need to be a profit making service from, that the state provides. So I think we are seeing that shift coming through and we're seeing that investment. But I, I think there are numerous reasons and there's widespread evidence with the experiments that have been done in other cities and including in, in Ireland with our over 66s who currently have free public transport, mm. um, that we can pretty conclusively say at this point that it is not the, the silver bullet that some might think it is towards um, getting people out of their cars and getting people onto public transport. If we want to do that, we have to take a much greater, uh, wider series of measures including, and most importantly, investment in network accessibility and safety. Silka is with us on the line in Mayo too, Janet. Um, what's the, the, the you know access to services, Silka, where you are? Hi, Andrea. Um, not great, or non-existent. In, uh, in some cases, um, my son is taking a regular bus, um, public bus, to uh, college in Sligo because there's no uh, accommodation available, so we have no choice. It's an hour and a half one way, and uh, it costs him about 70 euro a week. So he works part-time, so he can make some of that money back. But um, um, as, um, um, as it was said, like the frequency and accessibility is way more important than actually reducing the cost. Sleep carts help a lot with these things. But... Um, 
the, the frequency of availability. I live in I live ten minutes away in Bonnie Common in the village, and there's absolutely no public transport available. So if you had all like have how a car, frequent, then, how frequent is the, the the bus network there, Silka? Um, as I said, like into the smaller villages around the smaller towns around um, our area in Balena, sometimes non-existent. Or um, like we have a bus going once a week <laughs> on a Friday for pensioners, I presume, to go in for uh, three hours and then they have to come back in, um, on the bus or uh, arrange alternative transport. I would love to be able to go to work and use public transport and not my mm. own car. Uh, that would be absolutely fantastic. Or for my children to be able to have that independence to, you know, just pop on the bus and go wherever they wanted to. And I would be quite happy to pay something towards that. Um, but we don't even have that option um, at all. Um, we also, I also work in the ID sector with people with intellectual disabilities. And we always promote independence and um people can't get their independence because there is no availability. They couldn't go on the bus and learn that skill because um, it's just not available. So, so the bus that goes through your local area, you say goes once, what did you say, once a week? Yeah, so to my village where I live, yeah. Yeah, once on a Friday. You go in at 10 o'clock and you have to come back in, uh, for 2 o'clock. That's all. So, Janet, if you take Silka's example there, right, of what's happening in, in her area in Mayo, like surely even, like when I, when I listened to him and Ryan talking about if we introduced free public transport, it would just increase the level of unnecess- unnecessary trips that passengers would take. But sure, Silka only has the option, you know, in her area of a bus, what, once a week? Yeah, so I, I would much rather, so what has been listed as a figure is 540 million annually that would cost to provide free public transport in Ireland. And it's not necessarily a complete direct either either, but I would certainly much rather see 540 million being invested into improving rural transport connections in Ireland. The aspiration and the, the idea of it, which has been stated in our policy, is meant to be every village, every hour, that we want to see tra- public transport connections and options available to people to make it a genuine, true option so that it's not just the case that, for example, somebody happen. in Mayo... It, it, I think it is it, it is possible for it to happen, and certainly if that level of investment does go into looking at rural bus connections, I think we can get there. But it is that is really where the barrier lies at the moment, is that it, it simply isn't an option for a lot of people. Um, we can take steps towards reducing cost barriers, but we have to be realistic about what the other barriers are and start tackling them. Daniel's with us as well in Cork. Stay with us, Jonathan Silka. Um, what's the public transport offering, Daniel, for you? Is it like is it something you could use on a daily basis? Um, no, not really. Like I, I could use it, but I'd have to travel around fifteen, twenty minutes, depending on traffic, to get to the, the train the train station in Mallow. Like so, where I'm living, it's not really. It's not really functional for rural transport. I think that's the, what's been lost in in this free uh, uh, consideration by AA. Like just putting the cart before the horse, keep the cost of the if they already that has to function, the services and all the, the the buying of new equipment, the paying of staff. Like this is what how we run a successful business is. You actually have to have in revenue coming in in order to pay for the service you're providing. Like they could, if they want it, mm. reduce the cost totally for students. Obviously, it's free for all but I don't need students. They're the, they're the future of Ireland. They shouldn't they shouldn't be crippled with, you know, extra costs for travelling when the services aren't there. Like, 
like or in lots of the cities in Ireland there is no where any city one of the only cities in Europe doesn't have a dedicated police force for transport. Like Dublin North streets are quite in, in Dublin some of the bus had to stop because of such then social mm. behaviour yet we don't have a so, so so you don't think in this conversation you don't think then the public transport should be free? No, I don't. I don't. I think if they want to invest it back into rural connectivity because there is very it's very lacking. Um there is no rural connectivity for a lot of people that can avail of these services. So you take that money and invest it back into additional services in rural communities where they actually can avail of it down the line if they so wish, but it's putting the cart before the horse. I, I don't think there's much validity in that claim, to be honest. And again, how are you supposed to pay if you were to make it free? Where does the bus companies or the state bus companies, where do they get their finances from then? It's another tax revenue that will have to put back on the people to somewhere else to, to pay for all these buses and workers and repairs and wages. So I just think it, I don't see how it can make any sense whatsoever. Okay, texting from a listener, David, who says free transport for all. Are you absolutely crazy? Brian in Dublin says there's probably lots of information available on the commuters who've annual bus tickets. These could be integrated to see just how people's behaviour changes when they don't have to pay for individual trips. I suspect it's not as bad as Eamon Ryan suggests it could be. Like Janet, when you look at the figures for those with the free travel, the bus pass, do commuters actually start using it, you know, significantly more just because they have the the bus pass? I think there is an increase. We know that people will um, enjoy transport and as they should and there's nothing, there's not an actual there's nothing negative about an increase in unnecessary journeys. Like if people are taking more leisure journeys, they're enjoying taking train trips down across the country and visiting places that they might not otherwise have done so, that is great. That Mm. is an important But sure, they're leaving the car at home. Isn't that it though? The, aren't they leaving their car at home if they opt to take the, the train down the country on this unnecessary journey? Is that not a good they, thing? But I think they might, but they, these are journeys they might not otherwise be taking. So I think it is definitely a good thing that they are doing that. I think the problem is what issue are we trying to solve here? Because if we are trying to solve the one of reducing our transport emissions and taking people out of cars on journeys that they are definitely doing on a frequent basis and onto public transport, then that's not an effective way of doing that. If we are trying to increase the quality of um, enjoyment for people and, and access to the country and enjoyment of public transport, then we, we can do that by reducing the fare burden as we have done and Green Party have done um, by reducing fares for the first time in decades in Ireland. Uh, But I don't think that we just have to be clear about the problem at the moment is that transport emissions are such an enormous part of our overall uh, climate targets and we need to find effective solutions to that. And the evidence at the moment is just that this is not one of the ways of doing that. Daniel, would you take more public transport trips if it was free? Unnecessary ones. Um, I, I go up to Dublin a couple of times in the year. I probably, instead of using my car, I would probably would get the train up. It's 55 euros for, for me to go up on my own. And then obviously if you're bringing the family, which is the kids and the wife, it's, it's going up over 100 euros. So obviously I would I would use the train going up to Dublin then as opposed to using my car for the whole journey. Mm. Um so yeah, I would, I would, but again, it wouldn't be very, it wouldn't be very often that I would utilise it where I travel to work. I have no availability of public transport whatsoever, so I have to take my car. Um, 
but for leisure journeys, certainly I, for a trip to Dublin or something like that, I, I probably would consider it more if it wasn't to cost quite dear for for a train trip to Dublin. Fiona Kildare says free city travel. I think it's crazy not to have it for all. I'm a pensioner and have free travel and I only use it as I need it. This texter says, what's the problem with unnecessary journeys? The bus service still is the same schedule and routes. I don't see how the necessity of somebody's use of that fixed service means anything at all in this discussion. Brian is with us as well. Brian, you're in Luxembourg. Um, what's the story with public transport there? So in for the last three years, public transport has been free here. So every train, tram and bus that you get, you couldn't actually pay for it. Um, and it hasn't increased uh, significantly uh, the, the level of, of unne- unnecessary journey. Um, all it has done is, like, for example, I uh, leave the car at home now if I'm going to work and um, I get the bus in. So, so the, the the free transport, the introduction of that in Luxembourg, changed your behaviour. You leave the car at home now. Yes, yes, absolutely. So I used to drive in um, on a crowded motorway um, and try and look for parking. Now I just get the bus to twenty minutes. It's one stop. Okay, but uh, you're obviously like, like the, it's the um, the availability then, or the accessibility of the public transport service is ob- you're, you're yeah, obviously absolutely. quite close to it then. Yeah, so I've got a train station about 200 metres from the house um, and the train that goes into Luxembourg City every half an hour um, and there's a bus that takes me to work. Uh, it runs every 20 minutes just from outside the house. And by comparison to the time you were spending in the car, what's the difference? Uh, it's it's probably about the same. Okay. It's about the same on, on the journey, um, but it's just much less hassle. Mm. And it's free. And, and the motorways, and it's free, and, and there's, the, the mo- there's, there's much less traffic on the motorways now. Well, the, the, the rationale for the introduction of the move there, based on green policies, better services, what was the, what was the, the justification for it? It was based on green policies, better service, and getting people out of the car mm. and to, to improve traffic. And it worked. And it worked. But yeah. in, but but in 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 the context of Eamon Ryan's point here, that it would increase the level then of unnecessary trips. Like, do, do you just hop on the train, or the the tram, and you know just tip about, gallivant around for the crack? Or, I mean, that's just nonsense, really, isn't it? Like, it, like people have better things to be doing. People travel when they need to travel. You know, like. I, I go in. I go into work once a week on on the, the the bus, as I said. We might go in at the weekend on the train, and and that's about it. Mm. So it didn't. So in, in 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 from your own perspective, you you don't think it it increased the unnecessary trips. I, I don't think I don't think it mm. did for anyone. I mean, I'd love to I'd love to know on what basis he's saying that. Can you can you clarify that, Janet? I think Eamon listed a, a range of concerns about the free public transport, most of the ones we've discussed here. I think there is evidence in, from Germany in the uh, climate fair that they introduced last summer that they saw what came through there from the analysis they did was increased number of journeys from among people who already use public transport, but not necessarily new users coming on to use public transport. So that's the evidence that we saw there. 
And then I think the other things that Eamon listed are um, the ones we've discussed here already about just the importance in that capital investment at the moment into the network and into access. And what was mentioned there in Luxembourg, which is really the ideal that we want people, as many people in the country to have access to as possible, which is a reliable, frequent, safe, clean public transport service immediately within very comfortable, easy walking distance of where you live. And that's what you get if you do the capital investment piece. And at that point, I think definitely we should want to look at free public transport at that point. But if we have a limited budget to spend on transport at the moment, personally, I would much rather see that going into making sure many, many more people have access to that service, that excellent service that was mentioned in Luxembourg there, instead of the the relatively, the current proportion of Irish people who have access to easy public transport and having that, a fair reduction in that, while leaving many, many more, thousands more across the country still without access to to a network or easy access to a network. Have I got this right, Janet? And I I just just want you to, to, to clear this up for me. You want people to leave the cars at home and we'll try and get as many cars off the road as we possibly can. We want to entice people not to come into the city centre, into the capital city centre. We want people to use public transport. But at the same time, we do want people to use the public transport too much for fear they might make an, an unnecessary trip. Is that is that it in summary, like? I think we want. I think we want people to use public transport as much as possible, but we do have to recognise. But not too much because it might be unnecessary. No, I don't think there's. I don't think there's any concern with unnecessary journeys. I just think that what the issue is is that it's not necessarily effective at at reducing our emissions. So increasing the number of unnecessary journeys is great from a well-being point of view, from a connectivity point of view, from a community participation point of view, but it is not an effective means of reducing our transport emissions. Bill in Dublin has texted in to say, I wouldn't take a bus or a train if it was free or not because I use my own car for a variety of reasons. Um, I think it's it's ridiculous the suggestions around unnecessary trips. Why do people get to decide what's necessary and what isn't? Uh, Perhaps you might promote more internal tourism. I think it's much needed, says, uh, says Bill in Dublin. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking about whether we should introduce free public transport in Ireland because the AA are calling on the government to do that. Eamon Ryan, the Green Party leader, says it'll increase the level of unnecessary trips. Um, Felgen is with us from the Dublin Commuter Coalition. Do you think free public transport would increase unnecessary trips, Felgen? I think Minister Ryan's comments were rather unhelpful and insensitive. And I think calls to make public transport free by several groups in response to proposed restrictions for cars the other day to improve public transport, if I can add, uh, are a total distraction tactic, to be honest. Uh, there are good reasons to make public transport free, but decreasing car usage isn't the main one. It's nowhere near the main one. Uh, increased trips is definitely a phenomenon. When public transport fares are reduced or made free, they've measured it in Germany. People do more journeys, and they measured it in Luxembourg as well. People do more public transport journeys as opposed to walking or cycling. It's good to talk about that in the context of what the goals of reducing fares are to understand the kind of increase in public transport usage that didn't exist before. So some of that is coming from like people who used to use active travel. Like I'll be honest, since 
my fares were made 50% uh, lower last year. I used bike a lot less and I used bus a lot more. That's not great. So I do it because I find cycling in Dublin quite stressful and dangerous. Mm. So we can combat that behaviour with like much better cycling infrastructure for all ages and abilities, which, to be fair, the government has been doing a lot more than the government before. But it is taking a long time. So like there are ways to combat that. More investment in public transport, or active transport. But there, a lot of people will go to places they didn't before. My parents go on day trips to Galway and Cork now that they didn't before because they have free public transport because they're 67 and 66. Now, from a societal point of view, I think that's definitely a positive. I think the fact that they're able to move around more freely, they didn't want to drive before. They, my dad doesn't want to drive for five hours a day. Yeah, so I'm sure it's so. hassle and far more comfort to it, use it public transport. Is. So, so why not? Now and it's great. Yeah. From a societal point of view, I think that's brilliant, right? It's not. I don't think it's fair to call it unnecessary trip. From a capacity point of view, we have to ask that if we will have the capacity for everyone to do that, if we make public transport free right away or within a short time frame. Like I said, I do support it, but we, let's just talk about how we're going to get there. From the goals of a free public transport, uh, from the reducing car usage point of view, I don't think that's going to do much. So if your goals are to you know, provide public transport as a public service that gives people freedom to move around, then you've done that, yeah. But if your goal is to reduce car usage, I don't think you've done, I don't think you'll do that much. Like mm. your man earlier who said he likes his car and that's the way it is. So to reduce car usage, there are several other ways you can you need several several other methods that you need to implement to do that. Okay. And free public transport isn't really one of them. So I think Eamon Ryan really said it in a really terrible way. But there is some truth in that. I think the priority right now should be to invest heavily in public transport. Yeah. make it available but to all the people I, out there who I don't I was making it. the point that, like, you know, obviously they brought in the reduced fare. I use, I either walk typically or I use Dublin bus on a on a regular basis. Um, and, like, I don't mind paying the fee and particularly since the reduced fare came in, it's great. I'm happy to pay that. But I want the service to be better and I would like to see better services around the rest of the country. And I get the sense from looking at a lot of the text today, people are happy enough to pay their €1.80 per day or their two quid per day if they thought the service would be improved. Beyond this, right? So the CSO did the National Travel Survey in 2019 where they asked people how often they uh, travel, how they travel and why they didn't use public transport, for instance. And the main reasons given were always to do with uh, reliability. It doesn't go where they want it to be, uh, where they want it to go. Um, Cost wasn't... I actually have it here, right here. The first main reason was I have no need to use it more frequently, then no service nearby, no service where I want to go, inconvenient, infrequent, unreliable, difficult to use due to disabilities, don't like it, and finally, too expensive. Okay, so the cost was, was way down the list. What do you think, Paddy? You're in Monaghan. What services like there? Uh, services uh, on, on the main roads are very good, but uh, for uh, by roads and uh, side roads and that is very, very bad because there's no service, absolutely no service at all. Now, the one thing I would say to government is if, you're, if you intend to put in a service, uh, a free service, uh, you should put, I would say, put on a, a full service for paying passengers first as a trial. Because if you put in a, a free service like you did last year on the school buses, uh, a lot of people were let down. Actually, mm-hmm. the people that were paying the previous year uh, couldn't get tickets for this year because it was free. 
and every you had people that applied for school buses because they were free, even though their parents were going in at yeah. to walk. Oh, I know, sure, so I know. Yeah, d- d- yeah. D- d- but the point is, uh, the people who are paying were uh, all the time are let down. You sh- the they shouldn't put in a service that they can't. They put in the service first, first at a fee, at a reduced rate, and bring it on board mm. and bring it on Get board it right. free afterwards. Get it right. Get give the people the service. Everything you, you mentioned, Dublin there. There, there is a reasonably good public service in Dublin, public transport service in Dublin. Mm. But in rural areas, should we have nothing sure, at all? Know. Sure, you I, couldn't. I know, absolutely. absolutely. No. I mean, when, when I, I laugh when I, you know, when I, when I talk about the the public transport service in Dublin, and this is the creme de la creme of it, like. This is as good as it gets, what we have in Dublin. And you see services that, that couldn't be relied on then in, in, in many other uh, parts of the country as well. David is with us too. David, um, what's your thoughts on this? Well, I'd have to echo what lots of people are saying about, uh, you know, the services around the country. I'm in rural Ireland myself. So I'll give the Green Party here too. No, I can't hear you, David. I'm going to I'm going to just reconnect with you, David. There, if you don't if you don't mind, just bear with me one second. I think we've Brian and Kildare as well. Brian, do you think free public transport services are a good idea? Um, I, well, I actually just want to make a more general point about the terminology that's used because everything that's advertised as free by the government is not free. It's taxpayer funded, and I think it should be expressed that that is the case because. People here are free and they're like, oh, great, like it's, it's free, but it's not free. So it's it's a form of false advertising, in my opinion. Like if, if a company did that, they would be sued in five minutes. But the government does it all the time. They say something's free, but it's not So should free. we have taxpayer-funded public transport? Yeah, I know. Well, look, I know I'm not splitting hairs here. It's actually an important distinction. Um, I, I think it should be disallowed from any government publication or out of the mouths of any politicians that something is free because it is not free. Okay. And like, it's a huge... <laughs> Has to come from the exchequer. No, no, I take, take your yeah, point. Yeah, it's, would, not, it's not free. Would, no. would, you, would you use more public transport? Well, no, I, I haven't used public... I live in a very rural area. I haven't used public transport in probably 15, 20 years. Um, it's, it's non-existent where I am. And even if it was, like, it wouldn't... It just wouldn't be practical. Like, I have to go and get the kids from school at certain times. Um... Like, is there going to be a bus passing my house every 15 minutes in the middle of nowhere? I, I severely doubt mm. it. Like, like a, lot of this, a lot of this conversation seems to be kind of Dublin-centric, um, just in terms of, like, what's available. But, you know, out, in, out here where I am, like, there's nothing. Like, it's not an option. It's not an and option. I, no, I can't I see that it ever point. will be an option. Uh, Lauren is with us as well. Lauren, would you like to see, you know, a greater availability of public transport, whether you want to call it free or taxpayer-funded public transport available to people? Oh, of course, absolutely. Um, and the frequency and the reliability of that is really, really important, as everyone else has said, and really the cost is probably the last thing we should be thinking about. Um, and also, I, th- I think the point that Eamon Ryan was making was that, that if public transport was free, there'd be a lot of people who are currently walking and cycling who'd be using the bus to Lewis instead. And I've seen that really in my own habits where, you know, because of the 90-minute travel fare we have now, mm. you can you can hop on the Lewis and then hop on the bus. Whereas before, you know, I probably would have been doing more walking as part of the trip and more cycling. I'm like, oh, well, there's a bus now. I might as well hop on it. And I might just be going two or three stops. And if there's a bus at capacity carrying 208 people from, you know, Lucan or somewhere into the city centre, that really does kind of slow down the service and impact that's why ability, you know, to 
to get the the bus where it needs to go on time if I'm just doing a oh I want to save myself a minute's walk. Joan has texted in to say myself and most of my friends have free travel but we never use it because it's completely unreliable. This texter on uh, WhatsApp the number actually there it's 087 106 says I used to take the bus Waterville to, Ker- to Waterville to Kerry quite frequently it's about 55 miles each way it was cheaper though for me to drive. I feel guilty every time when I drive but the price in the schedule is actually prohibitive. If they made the bus travel free I would go back to using it. I wouldn't manage unnecessary trips but I'd make less car trips. Um, Isn't that what we all want? Says Susan and Kerry. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan Brought to you by Avant Money Weekdays at midday on News Talk.